What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Daily Dubs Podcast. I'm your host, Sean the Goat. And I'm Eric, and we're bringing you what we think are the dubs daily. What's up, everybody? Today, we talking our favorites for the week one lineup. We are here. It's the start of the season. The moment we've been waiting for is finally upon us. Yeah, we are here making our picks, score predictions, and seeing if you would take the lines. I don't know. I kind of agree with most of the lines. They're pretty simple in week yeah. one. But, yeah, let's get right into it. We talked about the Bills and Rams last time. But let's go ahead and make our pick for that game. I don't think we made our picks last episode. I don't think we did either. I'm I'm going with Bills. I don't think it's going to be as heavily favored. It's going to be a pretty – well, they got them, you know, by 2, 2.5. But it's going it's to be a lot closer. It might be a field goal. might be much less. But I think the Bills are definitely, definitely going to prevail on that one. Well, isn't Matthew Stafford dealing with some kind of injury or what he was through the offseason? He was, um, I believe it was a shoulder injury. He said not to worry about it too much, so I'm not looking too much into it. I know he's been battling injuries. It's nothing new. He has a way better team than he's ever had, and he's proven with the with that team and opportunity they upgraded with receivers. I'm not, I'm not too worried about Matthew Stafford. No, I'm not worried about him. But I mean, aren't, isn't their team a little worse than they were last year? A little bit, yeah. And the Bills but, are a little better. Yeah, the Bills are a lot better, actually. I mean, if, yeah, we're going by that, then yeah, definitely by last year. The Bills are hungrier. They, they're they upset they got knocked out of the playoffs, of the championship, nonetheless. It's, it was definitely something for the Bills to be upset about. But, yeah, I, I think they're going to come back and take the start off hot and remain hot until playoffs. Yeah, but I don't think Josh Allen's going to have, like, a season like he had last year. I think it's going to be more balanced. I think they're going to try and take a lot of the pressure off of him, honestly, because there's no – it's unnecessary for him to be throwing and running and being the whole offense. Yeah, they've, they've you know? definitely made some attempts, you know, signing running backs and trying to build around that where they can take off the pressure for him. They've also got receiving help. Um, Gabe, Gabriel Davis, Gabe Davis, I think he's going to make a lot of noise this year. Stephon Diggs, of course, is going to do something. And McKenzie, he's on the radar to become a number two. It, it, it's really just, yeah, they'll take a lot of pressure off that. It's it's just if the Bills running back can, you know, running back to show up this year or not. And they even have the veteran depth like um, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, um, I think Emmanuel, did Emmanuel Sanders go back to the Bills? I thought he went to the Niners. Yeah, he, you know, he's on the Bills still. Yeah, oh, wow. Their wow. the, the receiver room is Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, Gabe Davis, Devin Singletary, and Isaiah McKenzie. Okay, okay. Now, is is Beasley, did he resign or is he still a free agent? Yeah, he resigned. He oh, resigned. Nice. So, yeah, that's the whole offense right there. And they, they signed some running back depth. So, yeah, they're going to get they, some of that. Yes, they did. You can't have Josh Allen running 10-plus no. times a game. You can't you have can't. Josh Allen being the leading <clears throat> rusher, you know, it's and that's pretty much what it was becoming down to. He had the most rushing touchdowns. He was really a Lamar Jackson, you would say, because he ran the ball more than he passed it. That's for sure. Devin Singletary had 870 yards last year, and Josh Allen had 763. That's crazy, bro. He almost had as much rushing yards oh, wow. as, their, as their number one running back. 
as their lead back. Yes, that is yeah, crazy. crazy. Well, I know Zach Moss, right? Wasn't that the other running back? Wasn't he injured a little bit? They were both battling some injuries. Yeah, he was. But Singletary he, yeah, was Moss. there all season, so. Josh Allen ran it 122 times last year. That's oh crazy. Oh, my goodness. How many times did Lamar Jackson run it? I'm about to go look. Give me a second. Let me look. It can't be that yeah, much. That's, it can't be that much. It can be that much. I feel this like. Not even Kyler Murray ran that much. Let's see. Lamar Jackson. He ran. No, yeah, he ran 133 times. So he did do more. Lamar Jackson was the leading rusher on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's more to his offense than Josh Allen is to the Bills. Oh, it's, it's, uh, but then again, the Ravens have a run first offense. You know, Josh Allen's offensive scheme is not running first. He's going to bomb it. He has the arm and he has the mobility to get receivers, you know, give enough time to the receivers for them to get open. So I think put Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen's scheme. Now, I think Lamar Jackson has a Super Bowl ring, but if you put Josh Allen and Lamar's scheme, it's pretty much the same quarterback that they have. They're not going to be a play. They will be a playoff team, but they're not a Super Bowl winning team. And I guess that does help as well. Yeah. For, Lamar, uh, for Josh Allen's case. So what's what's what score prediction? Bills and Rams. What's your score prediction? Um, I'm gonna go 24-21. Bills. Bills. Okay. I'm gonna go. 31 to 20 Bills. I like that. That's a, that's a realistic one because I, I do think the Bills are going to show out, you know, they're going to come out strong and score a lot of points. I just don't think, I think it's going to be like a, yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be a blowout in the half. That's where the, you know, <clears> 21 <throat> points comes and they just kind of take the rest off and have catch up for the Rams, but that's that's a very good take as well. What do you got for the Saints and Falcons? The Saints and Falcons, ooh, I I like Winston more than a lot of people do, honestly, man. I was I was so tempted to take him over Matt Ryan. Don't question me on that. <laughs> I was tempted to take him over Matt Ryan in our fantasy draft. I and easy, I was texting easy, man, and easy told me that he was going to take Matt Ryan and I was debating he had to take Jameis. He had to take Jameis. Yeah, and I was debating I between Jameis and Matt Ryan, so I was like, dang, I'm glad I took Matt Ryan because I don't know. Yeah. I like Jameis, but he's risky. He's real risky. I like Jameis as well. I like. I am, too, an undercover fan. You know, I think he's going to be a lot better than most people think. The Saints team is not bad. That They made some defensive upgrades as well. So I definitely think, you know, that Saints organization is going to be pretty interesting. Jameis Winston is not a bad quarterback. I mean – Dude went 30 for 30, but at the same time, if you throw 30 touchdowns in a season, that's still pretty good, like, even to match your interception ratio. I'm not necessarily sure it was 30 that one year, but, hey, man, he's still – he's not afraid to throw the ball. He's not afraid to get out there, and he's definitely, uh, I guess, a quarterback's quarterback. He'll he'll play and get rid of it. Yeah, and Jameis is the kind of quarterback that needs a good defense because he's going he's gonna to make those oh, turnovers. Yes. 
Yeah, yes. he's going to turn it over. So you need a good defense. That's why he's a good fit on the Saints. Yes. And the Falcons, I just don't think they're going to be a good team this year. I mean, Mariota is going to – he's going to be all right, but he'll maybe go two touchdowns a game if you're lucky. But you got to have oh, a strong no. game. And Cordell Patterson ain't going to be the yeah. same like he was last year. They expect him to play like that that wide back role that Debo does, you know, but I don't think he has like the ability and he's a little older. So I don't know the Falcons. I just think are a real rebuild mode. Yeah, he is. And he doesn't necessarily have the durability either. Um, Cordell Patterson, you know, you got to remember is what, like 33, 34. He's definitely up there. So this isn't uh, a Debo situation where, yeah, Debo's an old receiver, <laughs> but the, He's an you know Cordell's an even older receiver because Cordell Patterson is a receiver. He's not really a running back. They just transitioned him into that role because of the lack of you know depth they had at running back. I do like that rookie they drafted. Um, oh, I can't think of his name right now. But they he should get a lot of opportunity. Um, Alliger, I believe. I'm not sure. I do like the. Marcus Mariota, he's not going to win them games. He'll get there. He'll contend. He'll, you know, kind of the same as Jameis Winston. I don't think Jameis Winston is going to win them either. I, I think he's going to give them competition. But when it comes down to winning the games, he's going to depend a lot on his defense. And I don't think the Falcons' defense is there yet to where they can win them. You know, the game difference change. I don't think they've ever been there, but it'll be interesting. I, I think the Saints are going to win as well. Um, I'm going <sighs> – 21-14, Saints. Yeah, we're talking about the Saints. Uh, Jameis Winston, he's better than Mariota, bottom line. Saints are better run than the Falcons. They got this more stacked roster. They got the defense. So, yeah, I like the Saints. They have them favored by five and a half. I'll take the Saints. Give me 24-14. to 14. Now, do you think that Sean, not having Sean Payton is going to affect the Saints at all this year? It'll affect them a little bit, but I don't think it's going to like affect the whole culture that the locker room had. I think it's more of an organizational co- culture than a coaching culture. Yeah, and the Saints do have a great, you know, organization culture. They they've always been one to bounce back. Yeah, and I think it's more of the city too. The city kind of yeah. drives that team a lot too. Yeah, so, it's kind of yeah. like Green Bay and the Packers. So I, exactly. I agree with that one. So yeah, I like them. Uh, I like that. 24-14. Okay, okay. What do you what got? about 49ers Bears? 49ers Bears? You think it's gonna be a blowout? All right. Yeah, and then we got the Niners Bears after that. And you know who I got. I got the Niners. Oh, of course. And you know, I, I agree. I think the Niners are gonna win. I do think it's not gonna be so bad. That defense is what's going to be the, you know, the deciding factor. They're they're going to be the ones that will score. I think the defense will at least have one scoring touchdown, honestly. I do think that the Bears are going to score as well. Justin Fields is showing he, he he's not ready, but, I mean, he's worth the risk. It's already, what, his second year um, starting. So, I think that he'll he'll shimmy a little and get in the end zone a couple times, but I do think the Niners will win. I'm going 24-10. 24-10. Well, apparently Justin Fields has some bad blood, I guess, against Shanahan. Well, that's the little rumors that have been going around on Twitter. That's what I've been seeing. Hmm. So I guess they're trying to come and show the Niners, like, hey, y'all made the wrong pick. We're going to show y'all what's up. 
they're trying to come in like the bullies. And well, we saw the Cowboys Niners game last year and how that went. <laughs> yeah. We saw yeah. what happens when you try to bully the Niners. And I'm telling you, this Niners defense is going to be top notch this year. And I it think is. they're going to, I think they can lay the smack down on the Bears in this week one opener, even if it's not Trey Lance throwing for 300 yards. It could just be them running rampant for over 150 yards and controlling and the that's clock. that's what it will be. I think Trey Lance is going to be rushing a lot more than he's going to be throwing. And I don't think he's going to have a 300-yard game, but he probably rushing maybe I'll go 180 and maybe 80 yards passing. I don't think he's going to get very much passing, but I do see. Oh, that. man, you're lowballing my boy. I'm 80 yards passing now. Nah, do, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm about, to go over there. I'm about to go over there. We're about to fight. <laughs> nah, he'll have he'll have more than 150 yards passing. But like I said, he ain't going to be putting up the passing yards. They're going to try to control the ball. They're going to try and run through the Bears. We have the run game. We have Trent Williams, George Kittle, Kyle Juszczyk, Lee Block. Let's just – Run through them, go home. San Francisco is sa- savored, favored by seven. So I'm going to go 49ers, 35, Bears, 20. Ooh, ooh. I-, I like the Bears scoring a lot as well. I just went 10 just because I don't know what that Bears defense has after moving on from Mac. I I don't think – yeah, they have a couple picks. Um, I know, Ray, uh, you know, Smith wants out, and it's it's – it's interesting what's going on with the Bears over there. They have a lot of offensive power that should be, but that, like you said, that 49ers defense is going to be top notch, and they're not they're not one to play with. So Justin Fields is definitely going to have his hands full on that without team. Definitely. Let's move on to the next noon game, which is the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, uh, who that? Who day? Who day? What is that? Bengals? Who day? I think the Bengals are going to smash, bro. I, I really think it's going to be a blowout. I don't see Joe Burr, TJ Watt playing. Um, they're probably going to rest him two weeks, and that Steelers defense is still. It, it's always been good, and Mike Tomlin is a great coach. Uh, I'm going twenty four twenty one, Bengals. I know you're going close because it's a division game. <laughs> and Money I Mitch, baby. You oh, see Money Mitch is starting. Don't even throw the Money Mitch in there. I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired uh, of it. And this is, where you, this is where you get shown who Money Mitch is. The Bengals are going to run it up on the Steelers, even though it's a division game, and I usually go the close scoring games. No, I think the Bengals are going to blow them out. Joe Burr is coming in cold-hearted, iced out with the swag that he does, and he's going to throw for five touchdowns, baby. Ooh, five, I like touchdowns. five touchdowns. I like five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Yeah, he's gonna go off. T. Higgins. It could be Joe Mixon. Probably gonna have two, like receiving touchdowns. Not even just rushing, receiving touchdowns. Don't underestimate Joe Mixon. But yeah, you're right. The Steelers are a well coached team, and Mike Tomlin will do something. But I don't think it's gonna be in this game because the Bengals are one of my favorites this year. I love Joe Burrow, and I think they're gonna win. They're favored by a six and a half. I'll take them. Bengals, 31, Steelers, 21. Okay. I've been going with that 10-point spread, man. I, I need to get off that 10-point spread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Lions-Eagles against this. I, I'm favoring the Lions, bro. I think, you know, I'm just an undercover Lions fan this year. Is this I, I your really upset pick of the week? This is my upset pick of the week. And I think okay. it's going to be a 14-10 matchup. I do think it's going to be a four-point game. With the Lions, I, I, the, you know, Jalen Hurts is going to be iffy. He's not going to start off as hot as everyone thinks he is. We still have a lot of 
I mean, I guess unfinished business. He's probably coming in with the you know chip on his shoulder. He definitely got ridiculed a lot last year. So moving forward, and that Eagle squad is you know they're ready, but I don't think they're ready to win now. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a rocky season for the Eagles, even though they ran great, even though they have the players needed to contend for a championship. It's just Jalen Hurts is the question mark, and I I personally don't think he might prove me wrong and. After week one, you know, I might transition into favoring the Eagles more. But as of right now, I think that Lions squad is going to surprise a lot of people this year. Yeah, so you're saying there's going to be a real sloppy game, low scoring? Yes, yes, it is. It's going to be a lot of drop passes, a lot of forced plays, a lot of defensive, you know, maybe the defense gets interceptions. It'll probably be a turnover defensive game. But, yes, I do think that's going to be the first bore of the evening and sloppiness is to where it's just like, okay, are we going to watch this game or are we just going to change what else is on? Yeah, well, the Eagles are only favored by four points. So, yeah, I could see it, but I'm not really sold on the Lions yet just because of Jared Goff. I like their team, though. I like their receivers. I like Swift. I like Hawkinson. I like the defense. They're feisty. They were competitive all last year, but they're scrappy. They're scrappy. Yeah, they're scrappy. I think the Eagles gonna take it though. I think the Eagles gonna run that ball, control that clock. But yeah, it's gonna be close. It's gonna be close. And the Lions, they might have a little fight towards the end. So I think the Eagles will jump ahead soon, and the Lions just won't be able to catch up until later in the end, maybe garbage time. But yeah, I'm gonna go Eagles twenty-one, Lions seventeen. Okay, I like it. Now you think uh, Lions grab Bryce Young next year? They're they're contending talks. I told you Bryce Young, man, but I don't think it's gonna be the Lions. <laughs> I think the worst team is probably gonna be. Oh man, I don't think it's gonna be the Lions. It might be the Seahawks. Do you think the Seahawks? I think the Seahawks. Are they would make take a Bryce surprise. Young. I think the Seahawks are gonna pull what you know the Jets did the year Trevor Lawrence was the top pick. I, I feel like. They're going to get the top pick or, you know, losing some garbage game at the end of the season that doesn't even count, which is going to knock them completely out the top pick, and they'll probably get number two or three. But I do think that the Seahawks will be the worst team of the year. I just don't think they'll be alone. Yeah, but the Lions, they're just a quarterback away pretty much. But, yeah, let's move on to oh, the next move game, back away. which is the we Patriots, Patriots and Dolphins. Dolphins. Oh, <laughs> the Dolphins. I'm gonna sound off. clip that, bro. And every it's, time we talk a, about the Dolphins, I claim you. It's a blowout. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. 35-14, baby. Patriots are not gonna know what to do. Mac Jones. I drafted him. I have him. I'm starting him. But oh my goodness, oh I don't. I'm, I don't think it's gonna be good. I also have the Dolphins defense, so it's gonna be a you know, a blowout for the Dolphins. I really think 35-10, 35-14, something along those lines, Dolphins. I love that I play you week one and you're starting Mac Jones. Oh, oh it's the, horrible. It's the it's best. Horrible. It's the best. Because, yeah, the Patriots are going to get beat down. And the Dolphins offense, I yes. think, is going to come out and they're going to try to showcase what they have. You know, Mike McDaniels is supposedly supposed to be one of those next offensive minds coming from that Shanahan coaching tree. So, yeah, I think this offense is going to be dangerous. They're built to be explosive. They got Waddle. They got Hill. They even got Mostert and those other they running backs. So, they and they're only favored by three. Back. Only favored by three. 
he's crazy. But it's also because Bill Belichick is looked as a great. So I think the Patriots are going to be at the bottom of the barrel at the end of this season as well with the Seahawks. They're going to be, you know, contending for the worst team. And it's it's they, but they're not a quarterback away. Do you think if they are at the bottom of it with the number one pick, are they drafting quarterback or are they starting to do rebuild yet? They hit nope. that panic button. Patriots are in rebuild mode right now, I think. And I think this year's going to be the year where they realize that because they're going to be one of the bottom teams in the league. Oh, they are. I agree. I agree. I see them going 2-16. and 16. Yeah, they won't win very many games. But the Dolphins are going to be winning games. That's why I don't see why they're only favored by three. And I think it's because Jalen – not Jalen Hurts, uh, Tua. It's Tua. because of the questions around Tua. That's the only reason they got that little – This is. I, I feel like set. this is going to be the first year – that Tua really breaks out because, you know, he's healthy now. He has a squad. He's kind of under the spotlight like Dak. You know what I mean? Before, he's never really been, you know, that guy. But, I mean, Tua can surprise people. Tua can bomb it 50 yards as well. Tua can throw the ball really nice. Oh, you nicely as well. It's just, it's Tua. He has them injury issues. He did have, you know, an early injury before he even came to the NFL. So, that's, I feel like that's where that, those questions lay. I don't think it's to where if he can win the game or not. Yeah, with that game, I'm going 28-9 to nine, Dolphins mm-hmm. over the Patriots. I don't think the Patriots are going to score a touchdown. I think it's going to be field goal central for them. I like it. I like it. Let's go to the next noon game, Ravens and Jets. Ooh. I think I this like is going to be another upset. Oh, you, you're going for the upset? I'm going, bro. I'm going to do... I'm going to call a Flacco Revenge of the Flacco Jet Squad winning it 21-24. I think that that Jet Squad is, you know, poised to come away. They're also a quarterback away from being decent. That Raven Squad, there's still questions on them. I'm not saying they're not going to be healthy. They are healthy this year, but there's still going to be a lot of, uh, I guess, nervousness, jitters that they have to shake off from last year. And it's definitely going to show week one. I, I think they're going to be relying on Justin Tucker again. But I, I, I see the Jets coming in hot. I see Flacco getting his revenge on the Ravens and beating them with a little, you know, three-pointer. I can't see the Ravens with a Lamar Jackson falling to the Jets week <laughs> one. Come on, man. I can't see that. I cannot see it. Yeah, it's at, uh, at New hey, York, hey, but still. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> It's Lamar, man. It's Lamar. I'm not picking that as an upset in any of my picks. I'm taking the Ravens. Uh, They're favored by seven. I like that line. But I'm going to go Ravens, 28, Jets, 20. 20? Okay. They just put Poose on the kick. No, nah, they'll just uh, – It is the Jets. They'll get garbage, a garbage time touchdown. The Jets will. They'll be sitting at 13 points most of the game. Yeah. I see it. I'm, I'm – Flacco's gonna surprise some people. They got they got a decent squad. I mean, they got some running backs. They got some receivers now. It's, it's gonna be interesting. But you know, it's just the quarterback Flacco. <laughs> a Flacco game revenge on the flock. I don't see it. I don't see it. Ah, you're living in the multiverse, man. You're crazy. You're living in the multiverse. It's fun Eric. here, bro. It's fun here. It's it's amazing here. I got the Cowboys winning every year. Yeah, I know it is. You're in fantasy land, my friend. Come back. Come back to reality. All right, let's get back to reality and get to one of the worst games. Commanders. I'm not watching this game. 
I'm just I'm kidding. Loving this game. I'm just kidding. I'm just a Commanders hater and a Jaguars hater. But I think Trevor Lawrence is gonna show out this year and take a next step in his development. So I think they'll, I think they'll win this game because the Jaguars I think are gonna try to establish that run game, give Trevor Lawrence those bootlegs because he got them wheels too. He's got them wheels. And James Robinson is starting Week One. I know that there were questions about it, but he is definitely getting the green light to go. Yeah, I so I see the blowout. Jack. You think a blowout from the Jags? I think it's gonna be a blowout with the Jags. The Commanders have a decent t- defense, but you know, Young is out the first four weeks. I definitely think the Commanders are gonna start zero and four because of that reason. They're gonna, it's gonna show. You know, it might be fourteen fourteen at the start of the half or at the end. You know, the end of the half, but that second half is gonna be a big game changer for Trevor Lawrence, and I think he's just gonna go out where the final score might be 28-14. Yeah, I think the Jaguars. 28-35 territory. 28-35. Oh, it's going to be pretty high scoring? Yes, I do, with the Jags. I don't think the, you know, they'll, they'll probably get a couple field goals in at the half, but I don't think the commanders are going to do a lot of damages. I mean, their running backs are questionable, if that. they Yeah, they have Scary Terry. They do have some nice tight ends in Logan Smith, but – Carson Wentz is still Carson Wentz, and I don't think, yeah, he can do a play a great half, but after that, he still doesn't show up in the second. So I'm going Jags 35-14. Yeah, I'm going Jaguars too because if you can't get pressure on Trevor Lawrence, he's going to pick you apart, baby. He's going to pick you apart. So, yeah, for that reason, Chase Young's out. So the Jaguars, I'm taking them 24, Commanders 13. I like it. I like it. Browns and Panthers. What about Panthers? I might pick this one as my upset, even though I'm not I'm not sure if it's considered an upset because I would take the um Panthers over the Browns in this one, but they are favored, so it's not really an upset. So you're going Panthers? I'm going Panthers. I think that they're it might be a revenge game, you know? Another revenge game of those. Baker Mayfield, I think the Panthers have an underrated squad. They have an underrated defense, and now they can have a, a serviceable quarterback. Sam Darnold was not serviceable. So, yeah, they'll be better. He was not. He was not. I, I agree. I think the Panthers are going to be a lot better. I don't think it's going to be, you know, yeah, I don't think it's going to be enough to say I'm favoring the Panthers as well. But I do think, the, you know, that Browns defense is going to shut Baker up to where he's not going to talk much smack. Yeah, he'll – Go out and play, but I definitely see Miles Garrett getting in there and giving him a sack or two if he does play or if he does start. And I mean, that Browns defense is really good. It's not like, you know, it's not contending material. They just don't have a quarterback and a reliable quarterback. So that Browns defense is going to be tired. You know, they're going to be out on the field most of the time. I think the Panthers are going to run it slowly. Baker Mayfield is going to find his feeding. He, you know, he will get sacked a couple of times, but I do think the Panthers will prevail 21-10. Yeah, I'm going a little closer. The Panthers only favored by two and a half. And yeah, the Browns defense is going to be on Baker Mayfield pretty quick. I think they'll be on him in the first half, but I think the Panthers can adjust. I like their coaching. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to go Panthers 17, Browns 14. I think the Panthers win with the Last second field goal. 
And see, I feel like a lot of the touchdowns are going to come after halftime just because, you know, the Panthers are going to adjust to that defense. I do think that it's going to be a low-scoring half. We're looking at maybe 3-7. But after that, I do see the Panthers coming back, adjusting well, and taking over that game. Yeah, so I like that game. I would bet on that game, honestly. I would, too, definitely. I would definitely bet on that game. I would honestly take that spread. The Panthers 2.5, I would take that spread. You would take that spread? I Yeah. I'd probably bet a little over. I'd probably do four. But, yeah, it's not bad. It's not a bad spread. That's probably one of the closest ones that I do agree with compared to the other ones that are, in my eyes, kind of left field, you know? Yeah, like the Colts and Texans. Let's go to that game. Eight-point spread. Yes. Colts are favored by eight points. Well, I do think that it's going to be – Well, you got to think about it. I mean, I think the Colts are going to win. Yeah, of course I think the Colts are going to win, but the Texans are not pushovers either. I think the Texans will be in the middle of the pack this year around that, what is it, 8-9 and nine record now? Oh, they're gonna, yeah, they, I agree either. 8-9 eight, eight or 9-8, nine or nine or they're definitely going to be out there as well. Um, It's just going to – a lot of pressure is going to be on Mills. I mean, is Davis Mills really – the quarterback of the franchise, or are they going to have to go full rebuild? Because if they're not in the middle of the pack, they definitely will be at the bottom of the barrel. But the way that team is built right now, the only way they're going to be losing is going to be because of Mills. Well, it looks like they might have a running game with, uh, what's his name, Damian Pierce. He, look, he looks good Thank out there, man. He looks good. And who? what's his competition, Rex Burkhead? I mean, come on, they released Mac, So I, I don't see... I, I think he's gonna take over a lot as well. Um, he's gonna do really, really good. I don't. I'm hoping for a breakout season. I got him in every one of my fantasy leagues, but we're time will tell. Yeah, I just don't think the Texans defense will be able to hold down the firepower that the Colts have on offense with Pittman and Taylor I, and Matt Ryan, and you know, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna get away from him eventually. So I like the Colts. I do like that spread of eight, honestly. Because I'll take the Colts 28-20 to 20 in this one. And, you know, I was thinking 28-21, but I, I do see that as well. I think the Texans will score. Um, They're going to run the clock down. They're going to run the ball. They're going to be in position. I think Davis Mills will prevail, but at the end, he'll probably turn the ball over costly, causing the Colts to favor 28-21. All right, let's get to the next game, the afternoon games. These are afternoon, 3.25 p.m., Giants-Titans. I'm this probably is one of the easier picks. Yeah, I'm probably not watching this game. I'm not a fan of Daniel Jones. I do have Barkley, so uh, it's, it's debatable, but I'm saying Titans are going to blow them out. I mean – the Titans were a game away from playoffs. They they could have made a deep run. They just had Tannehill, and that cost them dearly. Um, they didn't get a lot of the players back, and they don't have on defense, and they don't have much power or help at the receiver end. But Derrick Henry's back, and I think he's healthy, coming back strong. So I'm going Titans 21. I'm hoping Giants score a lot. Give the ball to Barkley. Feed my boy 14. Yeah, I like the Titans in this one. I think it's going to be a coming out party for old Derrick Henry against that Giants defense. They're going to run wild. If there's a bet I'm taking this weekend, I'm betting all my money on Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry over 100 yards. Easy. 
So yeah, they're gonna run through the Giants, man. And see, I I'd like to agree, but man, the Giants made a lot of smart draft picks. They made a lot of moves on defense that actually could bolster that defense. My only questions with the Giants are the offensive end, really their quarterback. I mean, I think that defense can prevent you know high scoring games and high stoppage situations. It's just the offense is going to lack on productivity, and I don't think Daniel Jones is going to do much against any defense. Yeah, so I'm taking the Titans in this one. 24, Giants, 17. Daniel Jones will have a chance to tie it at the end, but he'll do the turnover, baby. He will turn it over. I'm probably not watching this Packers-Viking game either just because I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to do much this year. He's going to be exposed, but (laughs) no. Honestly, he'll probably have another MVP season. Make a lot of these nobodies look great again. He's just not going to make playoffs and not going to make a deep playoff run because that's what he does. I'm going Vikings 24, Packers 21. With Justin Jefferson having three touchdowns. Ooh, bold. Very bold. Put that down as your bold prediction. Put some money on that one. That is my bold prediction. You really think he's going to get three touchdowns on Jair Alexander? I do. Because Jair's not going to guard him. Well, yeah, I know he only plays usually one side of the field. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, Jair's not going to be there, the scoring touchdowns that Jefferson's going to have. Now, the Packers did draft smart as well. They got a cornerback. I want to say out of Georgia. I'm not 100% on that one, so don't quote me. But I do know they drafted somebody, and they've been drafting smart. Their defense isn't bottom of the barrel. They're in the middle. They're also there. It's just I'm a Packers hater. Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers needs uh, 50 touchdowns to get to 500 on his career. Wow. He'll do yeah. that. He'll you think he'll do that? Ooh, I'm man. He, you, he's going to try. He's going to try. That's what I'm saying. Here again this year. I really think he's going to. I mean, dude's what? Got three back-to-back MVPs. He's not. I mean, something obviously is working, but I do do see him, you know, scoring a lot. Because Peyton Manning did 55 that one year. So 50 is doable, especially in the 18 oh. game. We are uh, season now. Yes, yes. Man, if Peyton Manning had 17 weeks, imagine. Yeah, exactly. Imagine. He would he he, he could have hit 60 if he got that five touchdowns in that last game. He could have hit 60. Imagine that, man. That's one for the record books. That would have been crazy. Yup. What you got yeah, on the, I got the Cardinals? Oh, my they Packers got, uh, was um 28-21 Packers. Oh. Yeah, and oh, Chiefs. interesting. You're favoring the Packers. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I'm favoring the Packers. I think Rodgers is still going to be Rodgers, regardless yeah. of who's that receiver. Yeah, he'll he'll have to get comfortable with Lazard and all the other people he's got, but I still like Rodgers. I think he'll distribute the ball and make ele- – Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's go to the Chiefs and Cardinals game. This is one of my favorite games of the weekend. I like this matchup. You die. I'm, I'm, I don't think it's my favorite. I'm going leaning more, you know, later on in the evening, but <laughs> it's definitely up there. It's definitely up there. Yeah, but the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs ain't going to lose a step. I think Andy Reid's one of the greatest coaches of all time. He's proven that. Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. Cardinals have a questionable coach at the least, a questionable quarterback, a questionable scheme, and a questionable culture. So I'm going to have to go and They're missing a lot of players. That does not help. They're missing a lot of key players. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs in this one. 
It's in Glendale, Arizona, but still, I think the Chiefs travel good. As long as they got Mahomes and Kelsey and Reed, they're going to be all right. So, Chiefs, 28, Cardinals, 21. Oh, interesting. I think it's going to be a lot more distance between the two. Like I said, the Cardinals are missing a lot of their key players. There's no more Christian Kirk. DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for the first six weeks. Zach Ertz is questionable with some injury issues. Rondale Moore is also questionable. I definitely think the Chiefs are going to take advantage of this exposure even after losing Tyreek, and it's going to be more of a 24-10, maybe 13. I'll give them 13 just because we're feeling generous, but I only see Kyler Murray scoring once. After that, he's going to be lack. If he has Zach Ertz, if he has receiving help, then I'll give him 17 to 20. But I don't think they're going to score. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game for the Cardinals or Mr. Murray. Yeah, I think they'll still score a little bit. I mean, Kyler Murray makes those off-schedule plays. He may not follow a scheme or anything, but he makes those off-schedule plays, so they'll get some touchdowns. But, yeah, Chiefs are going to win that one. Let's go to the Raiders and Chargers. Oh, this is probably my favorite matchup, honestly. They, You know, this was a determining factor last year when that's how the Raiders advanced, by beating the Chargers. And it was a tie, but the Steelers definitely, uh, I think the Chargers are going to blow them out. I think, you know, Justin Herbert's going to come in with that. Even with the, you know, I think it's going to be a lot of scoring, even with Devontae Adams, even with the high-powered offense the Raiders accumulated or, you know, got over the offseason. I do think the Chargers are going to go. I'm going 35-28 Chargers. Oh, you're going the high-scoring game. I'm going the high-scoring game in this one, too. You know me, I don't like Derek Carr. I'm a Derek Carr hater. I've made it known. But I oh, love yes. some Justin Herbert, and I think this is going to be one of his MVP years. I think Herbert goes off this year. I kind of questioned him before, but when I started looking back at all the quarterbacks, Herbert came into the league like the most questioned, and he came into he the did. league probably the most ready out of all the other guys. He hit the ground running like if he didn't even need any kind of adjustment. So, yeah, I like Herbert. So I think he's going to run it up on the Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to be hitting the mouth. I think I'm going Chargers 38, Raiders 21. I like it. I'm going to give Derek Carr a little more, you know, I guess, believe that he can score just because, I mean, that offense is nice. They have a lot of weapons. They still have Renfro. They still have Waller. And then adding Devontae Adams just helps so much. I mean, Derek Carr, still, they, they were still a high-scoring Raiders offense without Devontae Adams. Now, adding Devontae Adams, I definitely think they're going to score a lot, a lot this season. But I agree, Justin Herbert, it's going to be his MVP year. I, I think at the end of the season, he's going to have, uh, you know, the argument of being in the MVP conversation. Yeah, I love me some Herbert. In the oh, yes. I don't want to play him in the Super Bowl if I'm the 49ers, though. So, yeah, let's hope oh. they don't make it that far. And let's go to the next we game, got- the Sunday night game, bro. The Buccaneers. I'm loving it. I'm, I'm going to be it. there. I'm going to be there for the Sunday night oh, game of the Cowboys awesome. opener. My first game going to the Cowboys season opener. My first game ever seeing Tom Brady. I'm hyped about it, bro. It's going to be so exciting. And, like, it's going to be electric, man. I'm excited. That I believe Tommy B's farewell tour, and you're there. That is awesome. You're gonna you're there. You're gonna be there to see my boy smash Tommy B. 
I'm talking a blowout. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, Cowboys signing Peters. Yeah, he might not finish the season, but he's definitely going to start the season, which is going to help them score a lot of touchdowns. I'm talking Cowboys 35, Buccaneers 21. Yeah, I like that Cowboys-Buccaneers matchup, but I think you're kind of overselling your your Dallas Cowboys here, my friend. They're not <laughs> that good. I don't care if they sign Jason Peters. That Buccaneers defense is mean. That D-line is mean. That front seven is mean. And the Cowboys only got, like, one mean guy, Micah Parsons. That's the only guy that's mean on that team. But Ooh, the Buccaneers, I think, I, I think Tom Brady is going to pick them apart. Mike Evans is going to work work Trayvon Diggs and you're going to see he's going to get exposed you want to talk about who'd you talk about getting exposed earlier who are you talking about mm. <laughs> you're talking about somebody getting exposed but I'm telling you right now Trayvon Diggs is going to get exposed and this Cowboys team is going to get exposed because the Buccaneers are going to run it up on them and I'm talking mm. in the 40s the 40s Ooh, the 40s is going to be a high scoring game I'm saying Buccaneers 41, Cowboys 35. Oh, no way. I can see that, but no way. I think no so. Way. I, don't think I think Dak's going to be leading them from the from behind, but he's going to come up short. But I think he's going to be leading them from behind. I think they're going to struggle early. Tom Brady's going to jump to that early league, and they're going to get a little conservative, kind of out of character, a little conservative. But I think the Cowboys will try to fight back, but it won't be enough. Okay, okay. I I I I'll agree to disagree, but we'll we'll go on with that one. And talking about getting exposed, I'm I'm really thinking that the Seahawks are about to get exposed by the Broncos and Russell Wilson is gonna cook. He's not gonna feel sorry for smashing and that one's just gonna be a blowout. I'm I'm seeing twenty one seven with a garbage time touchdown from the Seahawks. Yeah, man, that's a horrible matchup for the Seahawks, man. That's I get it. You know, you want to put Russell Wilson against his old team, but come on, man. The Broncos and Seahawks yeah. are like one of the best teams against one of the worst teams. It's going to get ugly. It's, the Broncos are going to run that through. That probably will be one of the best teams versus the worst team just because it's it's it won't be pretty. Yeah, Seahawks are going to be the worst team this year, especially if they keep Drew Locke at quarterback, which it looks like they are. But I know they're starting Geno Smith, but – it he is won't Gino last. He won't last. He won't last. Yeah, I don't think he will either. Drew Locke is definitely the better quarterback, and he can finish the season. He hasn't had any health issues besides, you know, the whole COVID and sickness related. But other than that, he really hasn't had any question marks regarding as where he can start or not. He was just in a bad position with the Broncos and John Elway. So I, I think that that is the Seahawks is Drew Locke's team until they, you know, find his replacement. But as of right now, even though they're starting Geno Smith, that's definitely Drew Locke's team. Yeah, and this game is in Seattle, but I don't think the 12th man is going to exist anymore with this Seahawks team. I think it was more of the electricity they got from the team that brought out the 12th man, not really the 12th man bringing out the yeah. team. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I, now that there really isn't anybody there left in the Seahawks, you know, uh, it, it, they're in full rebuild. They're completely rebuilding. Um, they there's so many question marks they have individual talent but not necessarily you know enough of it to build a contending team right now 
Yeah, and a lot of that electricity that came from the crowd was because Russell Wilson would make so much off-schedule plays and oh, he would man. always keep them in the games and make these magical magician plays. And that's what ran for fueled that life. stadium. Yeah, brought it to life. And, yeah, he's going to do that with the Broncos, too. And this Broncos oh, team, sure. I'm going 35, Seahawks 13. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Well, that's all of our picks for week one. We'll see who comes out on top after after the games. We'll see who got the most. Yeah, we'll def- see who gets the crown. Most likely me. I'm pretty good at picking most of the time. Hopefully I'm not. <laughs> Hopefully I don't jinx myself on that one. Hopefully I don't jinx myself. Uh, How about this? Whoever wins at the end of the season, we gotta buy something like a cap or something for the other. No, we already playing for a jersey. Oh, but that's a different bet. That's a different bet. I know that is a different bet. I, I'm I'm talking. How about you know, we can think of something. I'm sure there's something we can think of out of this week. We can do a little, you know, little something, something. All right, we'll think of something. Yeah, we'll think of something by the next episode. But already appreciate y'all for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and download on Spotify and iTunes podcast or apple podcast apple Apple podcast yes go download go subscribe leave a comment rate it follow it turn on your notifications and we'll see you on our next episode peace peace